Welcome to Vino 101, Holiday Wine 2015. All right, welcome to Vino 101. I'm Bill. Hello, everybody. It's Al. Al, we're, we're ready to talk um, some vino. We got some suggestions. Yeah, for, for the holidays. Yeah, we're we're um, we're trying to get a little bit ahead of the power curve. Um, although I, you know, we think we should have these out earlier. But I would I would make a bet that a lot of people are going to start. There's a whole host of people who are going to start looking next week. Well, yeah, and the holidays. I mean, come on now, they they go all the way till you know middle of January. So yeah, we've got ways to you know we got plenty of time. That's true. That's true. <laughs> plenty of time. No worries. Um, that's for darn sure. No worries. So what do you got, Bill? What do you got on the docket? You know, I, we were talking earlier and I said, I don't have any whites, but there is one white that I have, but, uh, what what one is that? Well, I, you know, so first uh, let me interrupt you. So I think there's a, there's a couple of different classes of wine that I think about bringing with me or pouring at my table on Thanksgiving, you know, and it all depends on who's coming. If I have people who are foodies, and a lot of what I'm going to recommend today are people who I know that would really enjoy um, the wines that are are probably a little more, you know, um, a little bit more expensive. The other the other thing I might think about is if I'm going to a smaller dinner rather than a larger dinner, I might bring wines to a smaller dinner. You know, it's more intimate that are a little bit more expensive than you know if I'm going to a you know a multi-family. Um, gathering where right, right. you know people may or may not have the wine so it's some you know it's somewhat like going to a barbecue so in a lot of what i got or what i'm going to talk about um is for that intimate sort of intimate setting however i will call out a couple of wines i think are great to bring sort of to any occasion any celebration i should say for the holidays all right and we were saying we don't have a lot of white wine, but I mean, we do actually, we've had white wine that you would probably bring to a, it's probably one in your cellar or two that you would probably bring with you. To an well, gathering. um, yeah, there's, I guess the, the one that sticks out of all the white wines that I've tried recently is, uh, this one I tried and you know, I haven't, I don't have any stashed, but it's called Zorzal, Z-O-R-Z-A-L. Right. It's a Sauvignon Blanc from Argentina. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it's from the Tupungato region. Oh, if you say so. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and it's done in a it's done in a concrete egg. Yeah. Um, <laughs> which is you know kind of like the new the new thing to do, but um, it's uh, man, it's it's medium body. It's really super floral. And it's it's got an extremely a, a really nice long finish, and it's you know like I said, it's done in concrete. Um, I, I I don't know if you if you had a place and people are cracking oysters, it's like oh, there you go out with yeah. oysters. So yeah. depending on how fancy your affair is, I mean that's my oyster wine, and it's great. With, it would be great with appetizers. And the current vintage out right now is 2013. So if you can find it. Um, I think it's, you know, I, I, I'm just going off the top of my head, but I would imagine it's probably between 20 and $25 a bottle, something like that. So that's my, that's my white. And like I said before, I just, I've been like drinking so many reds cause it's been colder than all get up lately. Oh. What, do you, what do you got for whites? Yeah. So, uh, you know, Savion Blanc too, uh, you know, we've had um, 
I, I mean, we, there's a plenty of Sauvignon Blancs that aren't very expensive, but are, you know, taste really good. I mean, in, in terms of something I it, like in a pinch, I might pick up that I know I can get because it's, there's inventory of it around. It's not super pricey. It it's always tastes good, always shows well, so to speak is Paradise Ridge is Sauvignon Blanc. And they make a couple of different ones. Um, they periodically will hit um, a, a, some type of rating at the Harvest Fair. And then the Bottle Barn, which is where you know we shop for wine locally here, we'll have a lot of it. So that's always sort of a safe bet. Yep. Um, the, um, uh, you know, I don't have a lot of Riesling, but I might bring a Riesling along. Dr. Lowson, any of the Dr. Lowson Rieslings that you can find, or Lights, the Lights Rieslings, Lights, 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 lights is good. Um, those they they you know they may be a little bit more expensive, but again, something you know this is sort of holiday celebration, smaller intimate group of folks. They um, they're delicious, and if you um, you know in California this time. We also usually celebrate with crab. There's usually crab season. There happens to be an algae that's producing a toxin in the crabs who can't eat it. But those wines would be great, along with yours, to have with any kind of shellfish, really. Yeah, Riesling is a uh, – it's – I mean, if anyone's listened to these podcasts, they know what a Riesling head I am. So I didn't yeah. want to beat everybody over the head with it. But, yeah, I got a, a pretty good stash of that. And Riesling is something that – People typically will go, oh, well, I don't like, uh, you know, but it's always kind of like uh, the bottle that's already the first to be gone. Right. <laughs> right. So and there's a lot of great Riesling out there. And it's not, it's not, doesn't have to be sweet. There's a lot of dry Rieslings that are being made right now. So um, dive on in, get yeah. yourself a nice bottle of Riesling. So yeah. those are, those are good suggestions. I'd also suggest that, um, you know, I always like to have, I mean, I know it's really, really in fashion right now, but. It's always nice to have bubbly, mm. and bubbly kind of goes with everything. And I, I think you're going to mention a bubbly, but um, you know, prosecco. Um, if you want something a little bit more fuller, fuller bodied, a lot of the bubblies that are made out here in California. One of my favorites is uh, the Roterer uh, Lermitage. If you want something that's really bold, it'll go with just about anything on your dinner table. That is a um, that's a reference bottle for me as far as California bubbly. Right. So, uh, you know, and, uh, you know, let's not forget champagne, I guess. Yeah. So I, um, I've been having a lot of, of success buying, um, Cremants, um, lovely, which are, um, you know, made they're sparkling wines, you know, they're just not from the, you know, champagne region in France. So they can't be called champagne. And there's, a, there's a, a vintner called, uh, uh, Alimant Longuerre, Alimant Longuerre, and then he does it. How do you spell that? Uh, we'll put it. We'll post it. You know. Okay. It's right. L A. It's L A U G N E R. Okay. Um, and it's a Cremant de Alsace uh, Rosé, so it's got um, Pinot grapes and uh, obviously um, and chard in it, and it's made in the. Champenois method, method Champenois. Now, what's really great about this is you can, it's not expensive. Um, it's under 20 bucks a bottle. However, you could splurge for like another, um, you know, you know, another, you know, 20 bucks and you can get a magnum of it. 
So now that's a statement bottle there. Yeah, and you can take it to a, a gathering. I've taken it to a couple of large gatherings, and of course, everybody then gets to have some. It, yep. it tastes really well, and it's an impressive bottle. It makes it really look you know awesome on the table. So um, that's a nice touch. Yeah, and it's not going to break your pocketbook either, right? I mean, it's just people, and people are like, ooh, French champagne, you know, <laughs> ooh, and it's just like, well, yeah, kind of. Um, yeah, it works. Now, we did do some research for this a couple of weeks ago. There were a couple of articles about, um, and I can't remember if it was Forbes or Wall Street Journal um, uh, or Time. It was one of the sort of large media outlets. And they they were talking about how, you know, if you're going to go to Thanksgiving with the in-laws, don't forget to bring your mother-in-law a bottle of Chardonnay. Yeah, it, it's... It- you, you really do need to have some Chardonnay on the table, I guess. I mean, as much as it gets bashed, I mean, everyone drinks Chardonnay. And nobody's going to turn down a good glass of Chardonnay, right? Absolutely. Now, the other thing I'll say is that that we – Al and I got to go to a tasting, which we have not covered um, yet, which was uh, uh, west of the west. Yeah, the uh, west of the west, yeah. And we tasted some pretty – they were amazing Chardonnays. <laughs> Um, I yeah. thought they were. I thought the, all the wines at that place were amazing. I probably would think about bringing some David Ramey Chardonnay. Um, you just can't go wrong. Yeah, you can't go wrong. That You know, you just – oh, man. Well, I mean, you're going to pay – so look, I mean, you know, at, you're going to pay 40 bucks a bottle or, or more. I mean, you could go big. I mean, um, I mean, you can – you know, so that's sort of – like if I'm trying to impress somebody, I'm probably that wine. I suppose if you got the mother-in-law over there and you're really yeah. trying to earn some kudos, you know, yeah, you could bust out the Ramey. Yeah. Now the problem is they're going to be looking for more. Hey, you know, that's you, that's you, you reap what you sow. And, I, and to be honest, I am I I do not drink a lot of Chardonnay. I you know I've had some experience with it. I'm sure there are fantastic. Chardonnays out there for um, very reasonably priced. And said another way, said a nice marketing speak. There's good value Chardonnays out there. Um, you just got to go do the research to find them. Don't have any recommendations off the top of my head, other than like you know. Again, I got to go to wine. I go there and I know I, it's going to be awesome. Well, you might as well get her. Uh, you might as well just bust out the the Lewis. You know. <laughs> just go on, go go for broke, man. Well, sure. I mean, those are all those are all good. You know, they're all good recommendations. I mean, you're going to go wrong with these bottles. No, no. You know, they're not going to go wrong. Um, you want to transition a little bit to red? Yeah, yeah. I've got a a weird. Um, well, I shouldn't say weird. I have a a, a really. Um, you have a diverse. <laughs> I have a dark horse red. And, and I, I, found mean, this. Oh, I, I should also, I should also, I should also say, not to be stereotypical with mother-in-laws and Chardonnay. Um, you know, just Fine. putting that out there. I just, That's okay, man. You can generalize. It's on been this. my Sorry. experience. <laughs> so, well, quite frankly, my my mom would much prefer to have a Riesling. Yeah, and she's got good taste. So there you go. Here, here. Anyway, you were saying, and I cut you off with your diverse wine selection. Well, I um. Here I here I am on my soapbox again. I picked this wine out just by flipping it around to see who the importer was, and it's imported by Vintage Fifty Nine. And um, 
I won't go into their story. You can go online and check out their story. Another tip: if you like, if you like other wines from an importer, you'll probably like wines you haven't tried. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's a very plain bottle. It's a Bordeaux style bottle. It's got a little tiny little label. It's 2011. It's called Ma de Dam, and Ma de Dam is uh, in French. It's Farm of Ladies, and the woman that. Um, uh, makes this wine. Uh, she's of Dutch origin, and her name is uh, Liedwig van Wilgen. And uh, on the website it says Lee, so we'll just call her Lee. <laughs> Make it easy. But it's 50% Grenache, 30% Carignan, and 20% Syrah. And it's from uh, the the Coteau Landoc region, which is in southern southern France. Uh, about 16, 18 bucks a bottle. It's 13 and a half percent alcohol. You'd never notice it. Um, when you put it in a glass, it's got blackberries, um, mulberries and, and earth. And typically that's what you'd expect from this wine. Uh, some, a good amount of leather and some herbs. It's really juicy. Uh, when you put it in your mouth, blackberries, it's very mineral. I don't know if, you know, that's kind of a weird term to use, but that's what it tastes like to me. It's mineral. It's medium bodied. She farms organically and um, it is, shoot, it's like, you can pick it up for 16, 18 bucks a bottle. It's, it's kind of like something that would throw people off, but I tell you what, it's so, it's so decent. It's so good and it's so savory that you find yourself like, no, I'll have some more of that. It's one of those type of bottles. It's like, hey, that's pretty good. I think, and let me try that again. I'm not sure about it. So it'll have everybody wondering, but it'll definitely disappear real fast. So that's my first uh, recommendation. Interesting. What do you got? Um, I, I, How's that for crazy and off the wall? That's awesome. <laughs> it's awesome. Um, and do you think people will be able to get that? places uh yeah it's pretty it's it's fairly well it's pretty available it's made a pretty good amount of it too it's made like um 1600 cases of it so shouldn't be too hard to find and uh my second one is is much more um it's much more uh, modern but i'll let you uh, start with your wine what, what do you got uh so Adricelli. Petricelli makes a red wine blend, a, a red blend called Friends Red. It's uh, super easy drinking, a um, little bit fruity, lingering on the finish. You know, typical, you know, nice ripe berry plum. Get a little bit of spice in there. It's very approachable wine. Very, um, it's not expensive. And uh, I have yet to serve this to somebody, even my... Even people who know wine really well that don't don't like this wine or don't think it's drinkable. Um, yeah, the, the Friends Red is awesome. You know what's weird is uh, – no, it's not weird. It's coincidental. I just bought a couple bottles of Pedrincelli wine. I bought their Bushnell Zinfandel. <laughs> I'm looking at it right now. I just bought it like two days ago. So that's weird that you would pick that wine. That's funny. No, I also noticed they're making a Friends White, which I've never had before, which would be interesting. Huh. Um, that's, I think that might be new, but, uh, um, uh, also an interesting winery to visit. They've been around a long time. 
Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna call that. I'm gonna put that in the easy drinking. Everyone will be happy. Red. Yeah. File. So, yeah. So this is the bottle you. So this is a bottle I open for you know friends or relatives. Somebody always you know will kind of get you to drink when they're you know coming in the door kind of thing. And it's like you need a red wine. It's always a good thing to kind of I think start. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's for sure. And I, there's, you know, especially, and also if you're going somewhere with a bunch of people you don't know, they're going to, this wine will be consumed for sure. And it, it's a good blend too. It's, I mean, it's, I, I think it's Merlot, Zen, Syrah, and it, it might even have a little petite Syrah in it, but I mean, it's done in a t- traditional style. They use American oak when they're making it. So it's, it's done with American oak, which, you know, who doesn't like that? Wine's made that way. And, um, I mean, what is it? What does it cost these days? It's twelve dollars. Twelve bucks, man. Yeah, you you can't go wrong. Yeah, and it's that's, that's a great holiday table wine. Yeah, uh, you were right. So Merlot, Zinfandel, Syrah, and Petite Syrah. Yeah, you, you you can't go wrong there. Yeah, I, and they've been making this one. They've been making this blend for a while, I believe, and um, it's just you can't go wrong. Well, this is where you get so much value. You know, even when I bought that uh, that Bushnell Zen, I think it was, I want to say it was, I think it was 17 or 18 bucks a bottle. I mean, when, usually when you get an old vine, um, single vineyard Zinfandel like that from anywhere in Sonoma County, you're going to be paying upwards of 20, 25 and up. Okay. I saw and, one the other day for 65 Yeah, I used to buy for like 40 yeah, and, and, the, and the reason these guys can get away with that is, you know, they, they bought the land like 50 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, they've already paid it off. So, you know, they're, uh, they, you know, they, they don't have to mark it up as much, which yeah. is, uh, which is pretty good. I, I love that. Yeah. I was looking at Zen's the other day cause it was, um, National Zen Day. It was National Zen Day. And I realized that I was kind of a little low on Zen. So I went and I bought some, <laughs> but I was looking at some of the Zen, some of the prices of some of the Zens and some of my favorites are, they're almost kind of almost getting out of, out of my range for being able to buy them. Right. I mean, they're out. Like I was looking at the, um, I was looking at the, uh, shoot, the black chicken's almost like 50 bucks. That's crazy. (laughs) I was like, wait a minute, what's going on here? But I mean, those wines are really good. I mean, they're special occasion wines, special occasion Zens is what they, cause you can buy, there's all kinds of good Zinfandel, especially from the Central Valley, that you can get for 12, 13, 14, 15 bucks a bottle. And and there's a, you know, Zen's everywhere. But the price it has it has um gone up in price, that's for sure. So shall I go with my uh my next red? Sure thing. All right, here's what I got. I'm going traditional now, but you know, I'm I'm still kinda Let's see what I do first. I did. Uh, I went France. Now I'm going. Uh, we're going to Chile. Chile, excellent. <laughs> All right. So um, this wine, um, it's a 2014 Ritual Pinot Noir it's from Casa Casablanca Valley in Chile. Uh, they make a lot of it, so this will be easy to find. They make over 10,000 cases, and it's um, about. You can find it for 16 to 19 bucks a bottle. You know, you might even be able to find it for less than 16 if it's discounted. It's pretty popular. And the reason it's popular is, um, well, the the nose on it, it, it's Bing cherries and raspberries. And it's it's literally, it's like smelling a bowl of fresh red fruit. Oh, cool. With a bunch of vanilla sprinkled on top. 
it's, it's pretty awesome. I mean, it, it's just um, it's got light tannins. It's got real bright acidity. So, you know, everyone says Pinot Noir goes with a lot of different things. This definitely would. But you could drink this on its own. Um, if you like the fruit forward, uh, medium body, slightly sweet style of Pinot Noir, uh, you know, a la like Naomi Pinot Noir, this is your wine. Um, the winemaker is Rodrigo Soto, and he worked for Benziger uh, before they changed hands just recently. He worked there for six or seven years. And these guys have turned out, I mean, it's really a nice Pinot for for what it is. And at that price point, you're, you're just not going to find a Pinot of this quality um, at, at that price point. It used to be made by Hobbs, but now uh, this uh, Soto is making the wines. So uh, that is, um, I would stock up on that if that's your, uh, if that's if you like fruit for Pinot Noirs, stock up. I gotcha. Um, so I the Pinot the Pinot I had a great Pinot recently that's uh, pretty good value. It's this Anderson Valley Pinot, uh, Lazy Creek Vineyards, uh, Lazy Day Pinot Noir, mm-hmm. um, all sourced from the from the Anderson Valley, fifteen percent new French and 85 older French. Um, so they're reusing their barrels. Um, this is a Pinot style that my wife and I actually like a lot. It's much lighter than a typical sort of fruit fork Pinot. It's got a little, um, um, I, I want to say not, I, well, I said not as fruit forward, but you know, a little bit of like licorice in addition to plum and raspberry, bright, you know, some cherry in it. So it's a little, I'd say it's a little more, I'll say the word spicier mm-hmm. than, you know, sort of like a Russian River Valley Pinot. And it's really, uh, it, it goes really well with sort of the, um, the, the food you're going to see or serve at Thanksgiving. So, you know, any kind of uh, fowl, you know, salmon, lobster, you know, crab, any of that stuff. Any uh, does really well with spicy seasonings too. So it, uh, we really, uh, really enjoyed that Pinot. It's you know Lazy Creek. They're out of Philo, um, and I think they're owned by they're owned by either Constellation or um, Treasury. No. As you're going out to the going out to the water, they're on the right hand side, right? I believe so. Yeah, yeah, I know where that is. Hey, um, how how much did you say it was? I think it's like twenty six or twenty eight a bottle. Oh wow, that's really reasonable. Yeah. yeah. Well, so as we've said before, the the Mendocino. I think this. I, I think this, all of the stuff that's coming out of Mendocino, almost you know, is is awesome value. I, I think it's a lot like Sonoma County was twenty thirty years ago. There are people just making dynamite wine up there, and they're just they're not getting the press that. They're not getting the exposure because it's harder to get to. Yeah. Um, One of my favorites up there is Black Kite. They are killing it. Yeah, Black Kite's killing it. So, you know, and another thing we said before, the only thing you need to know about the Anderson Valley, it's the place where Rotorer went and bought land. Yeah. What, 30 years ago, 40 years ago now? Yeah, yeah. They're they're, uh, they're sitting pretty right about now. And they bought the land, and then they also bought wineries that were around them. Yeah, and there was nothing there. Nothing there. Nothing but, uh, yeah, <laughs> true. Yeah, a bunch of trees. And some That's wine. it, my friend. Yes. And there's, trees, you know, and, trees and sheep. Yeah, trees, sheep, and a lot of cannabis. Yep. That's all that's, that's up there. That's definitely all up there. 
So, um, yeah, I, we, we like that wine. Now, we also, um, we've been, um, you know, you can spend a lot of money on Pinot, so, you know, you... you Pretty you, easy to do. Yeah. You can spend 100 bucks and then some, if you want to. I mean, you can get everything from a, you know, a literai, you know, all the way down to, you know, um, I, I won't mention any producers, but there's some Pinot producers that are really inexpensive. Um, it just Come on, man. Money. Mention some names. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. Um, the, I think the other thing about Pinot that we, we haven't – so like we mentioned, there was, what, an Oregon Pinot in the top ten on the Wine Spectator? Yes. And so that – and that – how much was that thing? was over 100 bucks, right? Oh, I don't think it was. Here, let me see if I can find it real quick. I don't believe it was over a hundred bucks. No, I think it was in the eighties or six. Anyway, I obviously don't remember. Um, and then, um, I think there are French Pinots out there that are probably interesting to explore. So, you know, if you want something different, you can, again, if you're looking for something imported, if you go find an importer that you like, you're probably going to like their wine, especially if you go to a shop that somebody knows something about it. Well, uh, you know, since we're talking about wines that go with everything, you know, something that comes right up in my mind right now is Beaujolais. It's just mm. killer. <laughs> with, and another, one all more. kinds of strange stuff on the table. Beaujolais is, is definitely, uh, okay, that'd be great. something I'd pick up. Yeah, and another wine that you could find with value, value price wines. That Pinot was Evening Land, and you're you're pretty close. It was 70 bucks. All right. Yeah. So, I, you know, it was new. I, you know. Good luck I mean, finding some of that. Yeah, Hope that works out for you. I mean, that's rivaling some of the higher end, you know, producers that I know of around here, right? Yeah, we're we're not we're not going to find any of that. You know, I I I'm not uh, anyway. Um, now, another bottle that I'll take the large gatherings that um, people will consume. I'm not necessarily recommending this for Thanksgiving, but you know, Blackstone Merlot. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, and why would I say that? Well, like if you're, you know. You're late somewhere, and you got to bring a bottle of wine. That that thing's usually stocked in supermarkets, and it always it, it it's always consistently it's always consistently well received by people. It's a it's a crowd pleaser for sure. Yeah, and it, you know I, when I'm when I'm going to these things, I'm I'm typically bringing wine not for me. It's for yeah. it, it's for others, and you know people that 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 wine just. You know, people always like, you know, what is that? Oh, you get it at Safeway? You know, so it's a nice way to show off some, you know, people think when you drink, when they drink something they like, they th- and you brought it and you have a little knowledge on it, they think you know a bunch of stuff about wine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is like, you know, not necessarily true, but it, it's a good recommendation to, um, to, you know, good sort of last minute, got to grab it. And they always run specials on that stuff, so. Yeah, they they make a pretty good amount of that. You're not going to have a problem finding that. Well, my, uh, you ready for my final uh, or my third recommendation? I might be able to sprinkle one more in here. Yeah, get, get, let's have some more. Um, had this uh, actually I had this recently, just like a couple nights ago, and I don't know if you remember this one or not. Remember Ten Barn Vineyards? Mm-hmm. Yeah, baby. So this is the Gilson Vineyard. Which the Gilson Vineyard is in Windsor, which is just north of Santa Rosa, so it's it's in the Russian River Valley. Um, it's it's a little pricier. You can get it for twenty five to twenty nine bucks. 
and they don't make a whole bunch of it, but they made enough. It's it's around 583 cases. And, you know, if Uncle Jimmy needs a, a big brawny wine, this is it. That's it. Yeah. And not brawny as far as in tannins, but brawny as far as in uh, it'll get his head right because the alcohol is 15.5%. And uh, it's sourced from a 65-year-old vineyard. I think it's an old head-trained vineyard. No. smells like a, a black cherry pie. Oh, nice. <laughs> nice. What it smells like with, uh, you know, uh, that that's inside an oak barrel or something. And, you know, it's got, it's got some, some good oak to it. Uh, it's a fruit bomb, my friend. Jammy, chewy, but it's lip smacking good, my friend. <laughs> and it, it's... Um, Sounds delicious. Yeah. It's, it's, Terry loved it. <laughs> so it's... Um, it doesn't have much in the way of tannins. You know, it's always kind of sappy. It lays down a little bit, but it's delicious, and it has a, a nice, long, savory finish. It's done uh, 20% in uh, new oak and in the, in the new American oak, and the rest in um, uh, smaller barrels. Tin Barn makes a bunch of wines. They, they make a bunch of different wines, and this is probably one of their better wines. Got it. And uh, the guy that makes it has been making it for a while, the winemaker's uh, Michael Lancaster. So, I mean, as far as Zins go, it's it's well worth spending 25 bucks a bottle. And if you, you know, you're going to need a hammer. You know, you can't have all these light wines. Some people, I mean, this is definitely overpower probably a lot of stuff that's going to be on the table. I mean, you wouldn't even taste turkey after having this in your, in your mouth. But... You know, you're going to have it with all this other stuff. So, I mean, sometimes, you know, Uncle Jimmy needs something with a little bit more punch to it. And this would be the bottle. That's what I'd recommend. Gotcha. What do you got, Bill? You know, the only other thing is this. Um, I was kind of, you know, mucking around trying some stuff in, in San Francisco and had this. Uh, you're going to have to help me pronounce this wine. <laughs> It's a 1999. Oh, you're talking about the Berenauslesa? Berenauslesa, yeah, ah. which is a dessert wine. Um, it's it, it's expensive. It's you know forty five dollars a bottle. Um, what village did it come from? It is from. I have it written down. Give me one second. Berenauslesa, <laughs> right? Berenauslesa. That sounds good. Uh, it. Uh, it uh that's a bad picture that's the real deal made from nobly molded grapes um, yes it's it, um so it's from uh bechtel bechtelschleimer 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 where's that what valley is that in? is it a green bottle or a brown bottle it was a green bottle um rhine hessen Rhine Hessen. Oh, it should have been a brown bottle from the Rhine Hessen. Hmm, that's interesting. Okay. Sonnenberger. Right. I did not take a picture of the bottle, so I could be wrong. Did you say green or brown? Well, it should be brown if, if it's from Rhine Hessen. Yeah. Typically, they're brown. This brown bottles. Far away from me to go double check, but. Uh, <laughs> yeah, run down there right now. Huh? Well, not right now, but tomorrow. <laughs> well, I mean, it's suspicious. Now you got me wondering what I was actually <laughs> drinking, you know, at the, at the 99. Baronos Leza. Um, it, it, was, uh, it was amazing. Um, if I had to impress somebody to bring a dessert wine, it, was, it, it literally tasted like drinking a liquid apricot 
or drinking a, an apricot with like honey mixed into it. It it had so it was very complex too. There were also like caramelized dates in there. It was really amazing wine. Um, I would uh, I was I was blown away. So I I think that'd be a fun bottle to bring. Granted, it's not cheap, but still, you know, if you're going to bring a special bottle, it'd be kind of fun to have. Yeah, Baron Osley's is uh, you know a pretty expensive um, wine, and the reason why is it's. For one thing, it's grown on these outrageously steep slopes, and they're individually selected berries. So they, you know, they go out and actually they're like picking individual berries off of bunches to make this wine. So there's not a lot of it made. So you know, you've got the scarcity raises the price. Right. And uh, yeah. It's, 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 you know, you're working with moldy grapes. Right. <laughs> Why? And so, it, you know, you would expect if you're going to pay that, it's something special. I'd say it's special. And the color on this thing was, and, and uh, viscosity was ridiculous. Yeah. It was yeah. just, the color was, was like radiant golden honey, like dark, darker honey. I mean, it literally looked like a, 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 a less viscous form of our local honey that we get. So, it's for sure. It's a special bottle, and it's yeah. something to be shared with special friends. And you, a little bit goes a long way. Yeah, I mean, not something that you. You're uh, not going to want to get inebriated on this. Yes, you'll you'll pay. <laughs> a little okay. bit goes a long way. So, um, uh, I got one more suggestion. This came off the top of my. Uh, this is just like uh, just out of nowhere. You know, at the end of the end of the meal these holidays everyone's looking for you know a little treat you know usually yeah. people make fudge or whatever this is something that could go along with the aunt may's uh, uh homemade fudge that she made and it's really really easy to find they made a, they make a whole bunch of it it's from sicily and this is something that you back in the day was really really popular but uh maybe not so popular anymore but this is also something that's great for cooking with it's made by cantine floria florio excuse me and it's um it's a fine marsala it's a sweet marsala dolce 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 marsala and the grapes are uh grillo inzolio and catarato and those are traditional grapes for marsala um this is you. You can't help but like this. I mean, it's uh, the bouquet is like um, nuts and apricots. Um, it's obviously it's 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 very sweet, um, but it's not overbearingly sweet. It, it, it's like you want to have a little bit more. The alcohol is kind of high. It's eighteen percent in alcohol, so you don't want to. <laughs> want to pour too big of a glass for your relatives, especially if they're driving home. But uh, it's a great way to finish a meal, and uh, that's my suggestion. And it's you could get it for, uh, it's like twelve, thirteen bucks a bottle in that zone, and it lasts forever. So you can have some, you can pour a little bit, you know, um, you can. Uh, Stick it back in your cabinet, and uh, since it's fortified, it you know it's got a good shelf life. So that's what I got, Bill. Well, I think that's a wrap. We've been at it for about forty minutes. Yeah, well, um, we'll come up with a few more suggestions. I got a whole bunch of stuff. You know, um, we can do one for Christmas. Uh, yeah, basically, if you you New just Year's. want 
you want people to enjoy the wines and you don't want them to think too much about the wines. But if you, if you take some of these suggestions, you put them on the table, you can't lose. You're right. We're making you look good. Absolutely. <laughs> Gotta be great. Um, well, uh, as always, like us on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter at Vino101.net or Twitter.com slash Vino101.net. You can um, hit the website, Vino101.net, and leave us a review on iTunes. Leave us some comments on the blog. Um, all helpful for us. And most importantly, tell a friend. Tell a friend, uh, you know, you ask us some questions or something. Keep us honest. Yeah, and, and have a great holiday. Yeah, it's going to be, uh, you know, especially during this time, we've had some, you know, some pretty, uh, you know, the, the geopolitical uh, environment is, is, is pretty nutty right now. So wishing everyone um, a good holiday and a safe holiday and uh, all the best. Cheers. Cheers.